we acknowledge the Mamahood Maiwe podcast is recorded on the beautiful land of the Garner people, the traditional custodians of the land on which we work, parent, play and live. We recognise their continuing connection to land, water and community and pay our respects to Elders past and present and all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. I'm recording the intro to this podcast outside in the sun because it's too nice to be inside but I need to get this down so apologies even not apologies like there's going to be bird noises in the background and wind and all the nature things but let that maybe ground you right in this moment let it connect you back to your body maybe take the deepest breath that you have taken in the entire day so far and let it be a reminder that getting outside in nature will help you today if you need it if you can make a teeny tiny bit of time even if it's just sitting outside it will feel good to have whatever weather front is facing you on your skin so this episode is sharing a little bit about the intention setting workshop that i am going to be running this week if you're listening to it in almost real time or thereabouts sunday the 29th of january i'll pop some details at the end but even if you can or don't want to make the workshop this episode's still for you because it will connect you to why bother setting goals or preferences to shift the language to intentions. Like how can they support us in our motherhood? And I think on the face of it, it just seems like something else to do, something else to add to the mental load of motherhood, when in fact, it can help us. It can help us get really clear on what we can actually ditch and what needs to stay on the plate. What can we let go of and what do we want more of? What is going to get you to being your highest self in 2023? What can you learn about yourself and how you went through 2022? And what do we want the energy to be like for our year ahead? That's what this episode is going to share. Um, It's going to take you through five ways that intention setting can support you in your motherhood. If you do want to come along to the workshop, yep, details at the end, everything you need to know. It's all over my Instagram. I would love to see you there. It's going to be a couple of cozy hours together. But if not, I'd love to know what you took from the episode. What resonates and maybe what doesn't because I'm always really keen to hear different perspectives. There might be mums out there that you're listening and you're like, this is not going to work. And these are the reasons. I would love to just have a conversation because for me, intention setting is like the single most powerful thing I've added in to my monthly life, I would say. I do it on a monthly basis. And it has just helped me feel more purposeful, feel like I've got a better sense of direction and have really clarified my boundaries, which was a problem up until a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'm going to go back to sitting in the sunshine, but I look forward to chatting in the DMs if you feel cold. Enjoy the episode, Mama. Hello, Mamas, and welcome back to another episode of the Mamahood My Way podcast, your weekly podcast to feel good, grounded, and bloody joyful in all things motherhood and that is my job my job is to be in your ears hopefully with a high vibe podcast you know 
I'm not going to lie, this episode, I recorded it yesterday and it it didn't work, the microphone. Technical issues, um, isn't that just always a joy? However, we're going to try again and hopefully it's as good as yesterday's one because I was in the bloody zone, man. I was in the zone, pure dead gutted, as we would say in Glasgow. I'm going to be on Accent Watch. One of the lovely listeners reached out and said, your accent sounded exactly the same, which, to be honest, was a little bit disappointing. I was like, what? I spent three weeks. I should be speaking like absolutely pure dead Scottish again. (laughs) But no. Anywho, this isn't what we're here to talk about. What we're here to talk about is intention setting for your year. Now, don't switch off. It does sound dry. It's like, what even is this? What is this new fangled way of saying New Year's resolution? And why should I give a shit? Well, this is what I'm hoping to bring into the episode today. I want to share with you five ways that I think that intention setting can support you in your motherhood. Because these are the ways in which it supported me. Since I started being really intentional with my year, with what I want to achieve in the year and how I spend my time. Because how you spend your time is how you spend your life. Repetition is the most effective form of learning, so I will keep banging on about it. This one precious life and our time. Like, those are our two most valuable commodities in this world. So why wouldn't we want to nurture and support ourselves in making those the best they can be? New Year's resolutions have traditionally been linked with the health and fitness industry. Like, that is when, when you think of New Year's resolutions, you think gym, you think diets, you think cleanses, fucking juicing. Like, that's where my mind goes and probably most millennials would agree. Then we moved into, like, goals. So this is where we start to associate outside of the health and fitness and into things like money and career and self-development. But intentions soften all of this a little bit. Whereas New Year's resolutions and goal setting almost sets us up to fail because we're putting this destination into our lives. We're putting this, I must achieve this by this, which can lead to us feeling like we fail if we don't get there. Whereas setting an intention is really about deciding how you want to live your life in the day-to-day. It's not necessarily about the, the destination, it's about the journey. And as wanky as that sounds, it's what it is. So, for example, 2012, Claire might have set a goal or a New Year's resolution to go to the gym three times a week. That was very plausible. Did I ever go to the gym consistently three times a week? No, I did not. Probably went like three times a year (laughs) at that point. So how did that make me feel? Shit, because I hadn't achieved what I'd set out to do. I've, in my mind, my mind said, you're a failure. You've let yourself down. You've not done the thing. Whereas 2023, Claire, might say, I choose to live a healthier, happier life this year. How I'm going to do that is by regular exercise and by focusing on protein, my protein intake. So immediately I've taken the pressure off. And then within that, that's my intention, is to live a healthier and happier life by choosing to exercise regularly and focus on my protein. 
And why am I doing this? I'm doing this so I can live as active a possible life with my family, with my friends, and for myself. Like, I want to be able to run about at the park after Brodie. I want to be able to go on really long beach walks with my friends. I'd love to go on a hike. I used to love hiking. I want to be able to not have to think about my legs chafing or bingo wings when I wear a dress. Like, I want to be able to feel healthy. I don't want to have lupus flare-ups. Like, that's my why, which then makes it really easy to make this happen because I know why I'm doing it. It's not just an arbitrary, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. It's like, this is actually a vision for my life that I hold close to my heart. So then we get into the the actions. Then we can step into, well, what would really be practical? And there's a method that we can use to make sure that we don't over or undershoot. So we're not saying three times a week because I don't have three times a week. I don't have three slots a week that I can dedicate to this. But we're not going to just leave it loose as in, I'll exercise like now and again. So what are the range of exercises that I can look at? Maybe it's one Pilates class a week plus two beach walks plus something else as it comes, crops up. I think that's quite achievable. With the protein, I'm going to make sure there's like protein is my primary food choice in every meal. I'm going to make sure that I put protein into every coffee I'm going to make choices that are protein. This one's very much focused on self. And often as mums, we struggle with that because our kids are an extension of ourself. So this one will have a positive impact on Brody, but it's not directly correlated to him per se. But it's important to see the golden thread that connects out to him. The healthier and happier I am, the healthier and happier he is. So it's not about me making time for my exercise and to make sure that I'm focusing on the right food groups is going to support our relationship. It's going to support him in his development. It's just the more intangible benefits, like the secondary benefits, I guess. And do you want to take us back to the five ways that intention setting can support us in our motherhood now that I've kind of outlined that as an example of how intention setting differs from goals and and new year's resolutions which can almost give us antibodies like we've almost gone the opposite way I've seen so many posts that are like fuck the pressure to set goals and new year's resolutions and whilst I agree with the theory I think if we're left with directionless, that can have just as big a negative impact as putting too much pressure on myself. There's a happy medium here. There's always a happy medium. And I believe that it can be found in intention setting. So how can it support you in motherhood? Well, the first way it can support you, part of intention setting is gratitude. Gratitude practices might be already part of your daily practice. I certainly think of see things that I'm grateful for as often as I can but what that doesn't do is situate gratitude within your bigger picture so your life if you zoom out on your life you have gratitude in so many ways and so many areas and if on a daily basis you're just thinking 
exclusively on these three things and then the next day you focus on another three things and the next day you focus on another three things what if you were to do a gratitude practice that looked holistically at your entire life I've been doing this once a quarter for the last three years and what it has brought me in daily life is I can feel gratitude in any given moment so when I'm driving I just get a pang of gratitude for the air freshener smell that is lingering in the air like random but that's the sort I'm very sensory and <laughs> um, when I drop Brodie off at daycare like if a another mum like has a little chat with me I'm super grateful and like I don't just feel it I acknowledge it like I take the moment I have a gratitude moment if I am walking around the house and I just I just notice I notice more like the things I'm grateful for the the light in the windows the floors being clean because the cleaner came yesterday the way that my plant hasn't died it's just innate it becomes innate so doing this more holistic like zoom out gratitude practices as part of intention setting has really made me become super clear about what I appreciate in my life and a lot of that connects to motherhood a lot of that in allows me to look past the frustrations something I've really struggled with with Brody is his tantrums and like when he's mean life because they can be fucking mean and I'm able now to connect back to, all right, we're in this moment now, but in, you know, I know it to be true that in half an hour, he's going to give me a big cuddle. And then when that cuddle comes, I am so much more grateful for it. So I think gratitude is something that will just, that just comes out of intention setting. If you, if you have a practice that incorporates that. The second way that intention setting can support your motherhood is reconnecting with your why. What is your purpose? What do you feel is your purpose in the day-to-day and in the bigger life view of things? And when we say purpose, it's almost, again, it can be like a pressure cooker. Like, I don't know what I'm here to do. I don't know why I was put on this earth. I haven't found my purpose. Well, if we focus into our intentions and how we live our life, we look at what is important in the now. We look at why have you created this life? Why did you want to have kids? Why did you want to get married? Why did you want to live where you're living? Why did you want to work where you're working? Why did you want to pick the clothes that you pick? Like what has led you to make all of those choices? And intention setting can really help us understand just how intentional we have been with all of these things or not. Because if we are not being intentional with the choices that we're making, with the decisions that we're taking, then of course we are not going to be living our best lives. We are not going to be showing up as our best selves because we haven't chosen this. We haven't decided what we want for lunch like we've just gone for convenience we've not thought about what it is that we want to wear because we're just throwing something on we're not thinking what's going to make me feel good today so reconnecting with your why reconnecting with what's important is really something that can support you in your motherhood because the clearer you can get about your why the easier a parenthood becomes Because you absolutely know what is and isn't 
important to you. And that links into the third step, which is clarity. Getting clear on what it is that you want from this one precious life. If your why is being available like as much as possible for your kids, being able to do drop-offs and pickups. If your why is creating a six-figure business because you want to be able to provide for your families, neither why is better than the other. They are both completely valid. They are just your why. So with the examples of the stay-at-home mum or the mum building the six-figure business, both are such important roles, but both take sacrifice. So for the stay-at-home mum, you might need to spend less time doing the things that you want to do, working on yourself or the business, because your time is committed to spending time taking care of and doing the things you want to do with your children. For the mum with wanting to build the six-figure business, that might take away time from your kids. Well, it inevitably will. You are not going to be able to build a six-figure business with kids running around your feet all day, every day, and no support from any other source. What's important to you? Deciding your why is the start, and then what's important within that. So you've kind of, you're working from the inside out. You're starting with your core, and then you're going, right, what's really important? What do I want more of? time with my children, time in my business, and what do I want less of? Not necessarily saying if you're building a business, you want less time with your kids, but that's going to be the outcome inevitably because building a business takes time. It takes time and it takes focus and depending on how you work, I know for me, I have to have absolute silence. I have to be on my own for certain tasks. I can certainly do co-working, but if Brody's around, I get nothing done nothing. It's just not going to happen. Then the fourth way that intention setting can support you with your motherhood is helping you to prioritize. So you've got your why, you know what's important, but we also know that we can't do it all, all at the same time. We cannot do it all, all at the same time. This is something that's so important for us to acknowledge. We cannot run the business, run the household, look after the kids, feed everybody, feed ourselves, order all the things, make sure everyone's got everything that they need, book the stuff, attend the things, go to the appointments, show up when we need to, see friends, the list goes on. We cannot do all of those things all at once. So we've heard this analogy a million times. We need to understand our plastic balls, the things that can get dropped and we can afford to let them drop, and our glass balls which ones need to stay up in the air. They can't smash. Like they are non-negotiables. That is making sure that everybody is fed. That is making sure that everybody sleeps. That is making sure that, that all the bills are paid on time. Like these are our glass balls that we have to make sure are attended to first. These are our priorities. But what intention setting does is allow us to understand how long the balls, each of the balls need to be held up in the air for. We might decide that we're only going to focus on our business between the months of February and November, and we're going to take December, January off. And that's when the business ball, which might be a glass ball for the most of the year, can come down. And what intention setting does is really get clear 
on coming from your why to then what's important to then prioritizing and then working out the when. And that's what I find has been really helpful is knowing when I map out, put my intentions on a page, I know exactly when I can put down some balls so that I can free up space and energetics. Like it's not just about time, it's about energy. And this is where burnout can happen if we just try and keep all the balls in the air at the same time. And then we see them smashing around us, but there's nothing we can do because we've not actually worked out how we want to run our lives. And we get to decide. And the final way, and I just love this one, it just dropped in to me yesterday when I was reflecting on why bother intention setting, like how has it helped me even more since I became a mum, is the modelling that it provides for our kids. Like we talk about the need for budgeting and better sex education and managing your time as life skills within the curriculum that we wish we could see in schools, in education. But this stuff, this planning, this forecasting, this living intentionally, living aligned to your values, feeling good, knowing how to support yourself when things don't feel in alignment, like this is the stuff that is our preventative measures for mental health issues. This is the stuff that the more connected we are to ourselves, the more we know ourselves and what we want and what we don't want, the better we can be at setting boundaries, the more, the clearer that we can get on communicating our needs. This is the stuff that can make the difference to our happiness and to mitigate that burnout that we're talking about. If we know what's really important and what we can just fucking let go of. And this is the stuff that we need to model to our kids. Like it's our job to be that person, to show up as that person every day. I've made some tough decisions this week that were probably not great for one area of my life, but it meant that they amplified a couple of others. And it feels really fucking good to be in alignment with what I needed. And other people don't understand that. And in fact, Josh made a comment, my husband made a comment that was, I wouldn't do that, but okay. And instead of me getting annoyed at him or retaliating with some sort of like snipe or starting to doubt my decision and the choices I made, it just brought me more into alignment. And it made me actually think, well, I'm going to make the most of this decision. I'm actually going to make this a really good choice. And that's what I did. It's a practice, like this stuff is a practice. It doesn't, it didn't come naturally to me. It was hard for a while, like it felt sticky, but I I think I've worked out how to make it really fucking easy. And I've sort of worked this out through lots of different channels, lots of podcast episodes, lots of books on habits and change and like improving your life and yourself. I've also done a lot of you know, workshops and and retreats and programs. What I feel I've created is a method that is just really supportive of mums in this season of our lives. It's really important to think about this as as our season. It's not, it doesn't have to be something that you stick to for the whole year. 
we need to actually revisit these regularly so that we can check in with, well, has the season changed? Because it does. It absolutely does. I had many different seasons last year from returning to work after maternity leave to setting up this podcast and a business to going in for my surgery and recovering from from that. Those were my seasons and and motherhood was sprinkled within that. And the seasons of motherhood were completely different as our baby went from one to two, which is, you know, prime toddlerhood. So yeah, we need to be aware. This there's no one size fits all. This is a really personal and intimate and connected process. And that's what I'm gonna be sharing with you on the 29th of January. So this is just I guess a way to highlight to you how it could help you. I mean, as always, take what vibes leaves what doesn't leave what doesn't. But I hope that it's now giving you a better sense of like why bother? Why even think about this in your life to help you become more intentional that in the way that you show up for yourself and as a mum and all the other hats that that we wear. The more connected we can be to ourselves and what we need and want and are looking for in this one precious life, the happier we're all going to be. One big happy fucking family. Well, I hope you got something from that episode, Mama, whether it's your word of the year or a look back at how 2022 felt for you and what you really want to focus on for the year ahead, how you want to bring it into the way that you show up as a mum or a woman, where you need to spend less time, more time, all the things, whatever you took from it. I hope it helps. And if you would like to dive into this in way more juicy detail, come along to the workshop. It is on Sunday, the 29th of January. The time zone works in most countries, 7pm, I believe, Adelaide time, on Sunday evening. So for anyone in Australia, time to pop the kids down and then jump online. If you're late, doesn't matter. If you need to leave early, doesn't matter. This is a very much show up as you can, when you can kind of vibe. There's a workbook that will support you all the way through the process. So if you miss bits, it's all good. We got you. A couple of people can't attend live, so they are getting the recording. I'm really excited to bring this to you. This is the first time the method's been rolled out in a one as it is. I've done it with friends before, bits and pieces of it, but we've really up-leveled the process for this session. And I just think it's going to be really powerful, but also really nurturing. And I can't wait. I'm going to work through the method again even though I've done it once already this year. Jump online if you feel called. I'd love to see you there. www.mamahoodmaway.com or come over to Instagram if you have any questions. See you next week, Mama. Mwah.